Hi, y'all, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And I am EJ Kerwin. And as always, we're super grateful for our listeners to be able to even have this opportunity to bring resources, healing, normalizing challenges in the world with ourselves, with each other. This is our favorite time of the week doing the podcast. It is. We get our Starbucks in the morning. Yeah. I have cute little pink headphones that EJ just bought me, which I love them. Yeah, they're very fluffy. We're going to start pink. videoing these too. So that's that going to be That is going to be fun. I'm super excited. I'm like, I'm enjoying, I'm finding new parts of myself or old parts of myself I'm rediscovering and that the whole like tech and buying like sound equipment and, and figuring out video equipment and all of that is like. Better you than me, babe. <laughs> it's like, it's so important. It's like so easy to lose aspects of yourself as you get older. You know, and that's like a big thing I'm connecting with right now, just in general in life is like yeah. joy. Like there are things that just like make me feel joyful. And like doing this podcast is one of them, just the tech and seeing all these like lights <laughs> blinking and, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta cultivate joy in your life because it is easy to let it go and just that light inside of you extinct. This reminds me of something we said to a couple last night. That in order to really feel positive feelings, we have to hold on to that feeling for 40 seconds, that our body reacts significantly to uncomfortable feelings right there. But to actually feel and embody joy, you have to hold it for 20 to 40 seconds. And so at the end of any of my sessions, more individual, now I'm going to start doing it with couples. Sorry, guys. Like they have to do an appreciation about themselves or each other. And then I say, hold that in for the next 30 seconds, and they have to wait and hold it in. So I am encouraging listeners, when you feel a positive feeling, hold it for, let's just say, 30 seconds. Just see what happens. Yeah, and a throwback uh, to you listeners is we have an episode called Embodying Joy oh, such a good with one. Jesse Crawl that is just all about this, about how we need to make an effort to take in the positive about the world, about life, about ourselves. Otherwise, it just like passes us right by and we miss a lot of amazing moments in our own life. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get into our topic today. Let's so do we it. are we had a bunch of social media followers ask if we could do, you know, a few different types of podcasts. And so we are hearing our listeners and the social media follower said, man, can you guys do a podcast around like following through with things? Because when my partner doesn't follow through with things, I don't trust that it will ever happen. And that's when I start to feel really bad in our relationship. And yes. I was like, oh, ding, ding, I can relate. Yep, follow through and its effect on trust. And that's- and that's, So that is our topic. That link together is super important, is that, you know, it can be like a little thing, like Tara says, you know, hey, we hang this thing up at the office and I say yes and I don't do it. And if there's a series of things that she's asked me to do and I don't follow through on it, if I don't get it done, it begins to affect she doesn't trust me. And then when she tells me like, oh, I don't even want to ask you because I don't trust. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't trust. And because we take trust as yeah. such a huge word. But, you know, we've seen it over and over and over with couples is that when one partner or the other does not stay consistent, does not do the things that they say they're going to do or continue to do them, it diminishes trust within the relationship. All right. So... 
how does one stay consistent in order to build that trust? I think A, just recognizing like if I'm not consistent and I don't follow through, it's not going to be good, you know, but we also forget and we have to be reminded, you know, it's not like, like, Hey, I want to be able to trust that this is going to happen. It's about, this is why we talk about daily check-ins and even weekly check-ins on like a Sunday. So if like, let's just say a partner is starting to feel a little of that mistrust because I'll give an example from our own life (laughs) because the universe has made us go through many challenges in order to bring this podcast here and help so many people. That is my take on it. But EJ's, I kind of gave him over like my two stepsons, you know, I used to kind of be on them about their grades and stuff. And I said, EJ, that's, I can't do that role anymore. Like, can you help out with that? And so he's like to check their homework and their grades every Monday And every Monday, I still don't believe that it's going to happen because he's had a hard time in the past being consistent. And I'll always remind him. And instead of that, I should be like, hey, EJ, I'm still having a little bit of that like insecurity that like it's not going to get done. And I'm scared if it doesn't get done, that that means like we fail the boys. It's a huge thing. It's a big trigger for me around the boys and their academics and their grades and making sure we're holding them accountable and that they're following through. But we have to support them because... They're not adults yet. And so I get this little thing on Monday and I'm still working on this. So this is kind of fresh for us. But like when EJ's like, I already did that. It's been taken care of every Monday. It makes my little insecurity less and less. I'm still inclined to ask because that's still my own anxiety and I'm still healing from that. And EJ's very okay with that. But every Monday when he's like, yeah, I'm, I've got that, Tara, already happened. I already know. I already talked to the kids about it. I already emailed the teachers. I'm like, dang, yeah, that feels really good. So what I heard there and what I think is actionable for you out there is the fact that we have to – because, you know, we're not going to get every single thing done, right? There are going to be things we struggle with. But knowing what is important to your partner, that is a – big thing is like, I have a pretty good idea now through communication, through asking, through Tara pounding it into my head, I have a pretty good idea of, of the things that are important to Tara, right? I know that being on top of especially the the older boys, their education is really important to her. Like, so that just has to move to the top of my list. I know like things around the house drive her crazy. Like mm. if she says, hang this up, like I'm looking at this thing and from one of our therapist's office, I need to hang up. And I'm like, I know that like she perseverates on things like that. And I know like I got to try to make things like that a priority. I know that me consistently being the one who like Mm -hmm. talks, says, hey, we should talk about intimacy Mm. is important because she doesn't want that all to be on her. And so I know like even if even if I know she doesn't totally want to talk about it and isn't ready, I know about once a week or so, I know it's important for me to say, hey, T, I just want to let you know that door's open. If you want to talk about intimacy, I'm okay. You don't have to talk about it, but I want to let you know I'm here. And so I've gone out of my way to figure out these are the systems. This is my internal system, right? We talk a ton about relationship systems, but this is my internal system of I keep my ears peeled for things that are important to Tara, and I'm going to follow through on those things. They're, they're, They're moving to the top of my list. Yeah. And I mean, here's like people don't like to hear this. 
you have to ask for what you need. And if you have to ask for it three times, that's okay. Because if your partner is receptive, you're important and you matter, right? And I think couples get into this nag a game like, oh, I feel like I'm the parent in this relationship and I'm constantly having to remind them like, you're doing it wrong. This is where check-ins come in because you can start to say like, listen, I felt like this week we weren't, or, you know, I had a hard time with, you know, this not being followed through with. And I'm really hoping like, how can we do it the next week so we can set ourselves up for success so I can start to feel more confident. That is so different from like, I'm so sick of reminding him or her. I so am sick of being the mom. Like, I'm just going to totally be in this place of resignation. Forget about it. You don't want to be there. You have to hold each other accountable and you have to talk about it and you have to assume that the other person needs support and kind words. And, you know, the way that we say things is huge. Like if I were to say to EJ, like, oh, did you, did you check the kids' grades this Monday? Which I have, I know I'm, you know, but, but I've noticed like, it's like, hey, this is my anxiety because I'm still like this insecurity is lingering. Like, I just need to be soothed. Like, how is the boys' grades happening? Right, E? Is that way more hearable? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If it's if it's not like sort of coming with the air of I've already done it wrong, or if it's also not accessing the times that I didn't follow through and like sort of like shaming me out of your frustration, you know, of like, this has happened before. And last time it happened, you know, that's when I'm like, all my walls go up. Yeah. You know, for me, like the biggest thing is like, we need to remind each other in hearable ways of what's important. Yes. You know, like what is important to you? What is important to me? Even using this phrasing guys out there is like, hey, this is something that's really important for me that you have good follow through with because it gives me confidence in the fact that you love me or you support me or whatever. You or know? I, yeah, my needs are being met. Yeah, because I think a big thing, especially in maybe conflict-resistant couples yeah. or in high-conflict couples who are just trying to not, not get into it anymore, is we just like, we stop communicating about things. Mm-hmm. and we, But that doesn't mean we stop getting resentful about them. So if there's something I really need from Tara, and I'm just like, oh, no, there it is again, didn't get it. Yep, there it is again, didn't get it. Yeah. That, you know, it just breeds it more and more. And, it's, and it really is my responsibility to look at you and say, hey, this is really important to me. Like, if you were able to be consistent in this, it would really like make me feel really good. And, and, you know, is that a reasonable request, you know, and then you get to say, then, you know, that's the thing is if it's an unreasonable request or if you need help, if like Tara has something she needs me to be more consistent in, I'm like, wow, that is like hard for me. Um, but I want to do it. Can you help me? Mm, Or can you help me figure out how? Right. You know, I mean, like, and and sometimes it's subtle stuff, you know, like being accountable or being not defensive for me is something that Tara has needed me to have follow through with is consistently be aware of my own defensiveness. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I took that on as something where outside of just Tara, where like I bring that to my own personal therapy or I read books about it or I incorporate it into my meditation Mm -hmm. is like, hey, because I know it's so important to our relationship, it's become 
an area of personal growth that I am dedicated to. And I notice now, like I've noticed, especially in the last couple of weeks, like I just don't feel that defensiveness. I notice moments where I would have felt it, but I feel a lot le- more like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I upset her there. Well, and then I notice like more trust and confidence instead of resentment and fear. You know, is it still there? Sure. But are we talking about it in a healthy way? Absolutely. Again, and it's like, you know, like right now I could, you know, model like what this looks like. EJ, like how do you feel like over the last week, how has it felt between us? Like, is there anything that you need more of? I know I'm putting you on the spot right here and I want you to be truly honest. Like something I would like you to be more consistent in? Yeah. Have better or, f- or that you've been feeling and you haven't like maybe told me about it. Let's see. He's on the spot, guys. He was not expecting this. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. That's like, I feel like not really right now. Because like, I'm felt, perfect. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're right 99.99% of the time. Just No, no. I mean, you've been really responsive. You know, a couple, one thing that, that I think I don't want to want, but I think I do need in some ways is like, I guess craving like the fact that you're paying attention, you know, it's just knowing that like, if I, if I'm feeling something or, or saying something that you sort of stop and give me your undivided attention. And that is something that in this last, like week or two, I've seen you just like stop and look at me and pay attention and acknowledge it. Ooh, and that's so like, proud of myself. yeah. And that's like, and that's, I know that's hard for you because you're like, you're like a bee. You're like a buzzing all, bee, man. Yeah, Going you, from flower to flower. So, so I know that's not easy. And so the fact that like the other day I, something was going on for me and you stopped and you looked at me and were like, and even like came close to me that built tons of trust coming back to our thing that built trust that like oh like she's intentionally doing that like that's not happening by accident and that means a lot that is mature relationship is we want everything to be just like this like organic thing that happened when we first got together but it almost means more now that you are working to do things that are good for our relationship because it means you really care. It's not just, you know, my stunning good mm-hmm. looks. <laughs> like, Can I add to this one really quick? Do it. Because I'm like, I'm sitting here like, really? I did? I didn't even, if you in those moments let me know, like, hey, like not all the time, but like, hey, honey, this is a moment that I just realized you're paying attention because that's going to reinforce because I didn't even know I did that. Yeah, we were sitting in, it was after. Let me, will you let me know? That's Yeah, I will let Thank you know. You. I'll let you know in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I think in that moment, I was really feeling something. So, but yeah, I can definitely work on being like, hey, you're paying attention to me. Thank you, honey. Because we're so good at saying when we're not doing it. And we're so bad at saying when we are doing it. And the more I know I'm doing it and it feels good to you, I'm going to keep doing it more. Yeah. Okay, so let's flip it now. You can ask me. All right. Um, Are there things in follow through that I could be, you know, more aware of right now? I feel like you have done a very amazing job at being on top of the boys' homework and grades, just being patient still with my anxiety around that since it's getting near the end of the grading period. 
And I also feel like you have been much better at being the chore police, uh, which was really important to me because I kept feeling like I was like, all right, did you brush your teeth? Did you get your back? (laughs) And I asked, I said, can you help me with this? And I feel like you've been really good at that. And so, yeah, just being aware that like that's still really important to me. and. Yeah. Keep up the good work, son. And here's the thing. If you guys check in like this every week, you start to meet your goals and it starts to get better and better and it's not going to be perfect and we're going to totally mess it up and it's going to be clunky in the beginning and it's all okay because we are living proof that we are building confidence and trust because we are following through. And when we're not following through, we're keeping it on topic weekly so we can make sure we don't get stuck in the gutter of resentment and mistrust. It's a bad place to be. Yeah. So again, stinky and I don't like resentment. Yeah. So it's just, again, important for consistency, but it's not this assuming that they're just going to do it. (laughs) You got to constantly talk about it. So a quick recap about following through and how it leads to a lack of trust, we're just going to flip it straight up to the positive, Mm -hmm. is being proactive with your partner about letting each other know what things is it very important that they follow through with. And then supporting each other in following through and creating systems that keep that happening. Like the school thing with the boys is just like, I know every Monday that that's my thing to do and that she appreciates it when I do it. So I I know what's important to her. I created a system and now I'm working on being consistent in it, you know, and then reap all of the benefits of feeling trusted and feeling successful in supporting your partner. That feels pretty darn good. And I'm just going to add one more thing before we end, because this work, being consistent, following through is so soothing for the soul. Like when you follow through with that homework or whatever that is, right? My anxiety is soothed. So it's not about you're losing or you're giving in or whatever couples think it is. You are actually, we are in each other's care in a healthy interdependent way for most of us. That when you are consistent and follow through, you are actually taking care and soothing me. Not that that's your job completely, but it's a part of it. So just recognize like, wow, this would actually be soothing for my partner. Heck yeah, that's important because I love that person, even though they make me crazy. And, you know, I really do believe wholeheartedly that our program, there's a link in our notes to relationship renovation at home that helps you create the systems that help you have these conversations, help you create really great follow-through in your relationship, understand the obstacles to that follow-through, and build emotional safety. So I, you know, if you're sitting at home and you're like, God, yeah, my relationship needs this, check out in the show notes. There's, I think you can download the first couple lessons. Uh, so just go relationship renovation at home. It really helps you with this. And these are all the things that Tara and I do. And, you know, we created these programs out of the systems we created in our own relationship. And we are like, I believe this more so now than ever that like our relationship is the strongest it's ever been because of doing all of these things. And I'm not, it could still be stronger. No, no BS, like no BS. I believe that with all my heart. 
Yeah, I do too. We're definitely moving and trending towards a healthy, deeper, connected direction. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening. And as always, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.